0: Hey, good morning. Uh, good morning to all of our listeners out there with courageous conviction. And uh, this is Eric and 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 myself, Jeff. And we are here this morning on a beautiful um, uh, morning. Uh, I would just say it's beautiful. It's been cold here where we're at, and uh, I'm sure it's cold where Eric's at right now. It's uh, the kind of the winter time. Um, and we wanted to get back to that. Uh, original conversation of uh, the Doctrine and Covenants, section eighty-eight seventy-seven through eighty-one. Uh, we've got some interesting things to talk about, and and what those scriptures mean to us, and and uh, and uh, you know, what do you think there, Eric? How are you doing today?
1: Good, bud. Good, and had had a good Christmas, and you guys did too. We were talking and spent time with family. This is good. New Year's jumping off and. Had a couple weeks where we weren't able to record, but that's not going to be something that we let pass too many times in the future unless we're on a deathbed. Even then, we'll try to record. Hey, um, you know, I like Section 88, Jeff, and I've been kind of one just kind of saying, you know, we I think we should talk about this, and I want to kind of go down this rabbit hole, and you came up with this stuff by Elder Widso. and before we jump into this, but you know, Elder Widso in the church is known as one of the great historians and one of those who knew the doctrine of the church and and I think that's something that many people have to understand too. And they want to read some of Cleon Skousen's works that Cleon mm-hmm. Skousen's basis, his, his whole foundation was built for three years under Elowidso because he was his elder, he was his mission president. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and then I from there that. came home and kept a good relationship. And so that, you know, he was asked to, to write certain books. And one was on the intelligences was something I wanted to get into one day too, but on 88 that rabbit hole we kind of kind of go down today. I thought that's really good that information you found on that, and um, I just think it's important we understand what our responsibility is as members of the church. You know, a lot of people just show all we're hearing across the pulpit now is just have faith. You know, just go to church, go to sacrament meeting, have faith, and love everybody, and and everybody will be fine. Well, yeah, you know, we know that's not true. Brigham, you know, Brigham was like you said before, was very much a matter of fact guy, and. You know, there's, there's in the journal discourses, Brigham Young, there's a a, a a talk where he gave saying, "Hey, if you think that you can sit down and do nothing and that 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 that, that God is just going to come and do it for you, you got nothing coming. It doesn't work that way. You have to do everything you can do, and then you're blessed." You know, and yeah, and and, and you will just well, I don't know, Jeff, you you kind of your your thoughts on on when you were reviewing for section eighty eight, you know getting ready for this podcast? What what are your what are your feelings on it?
0: Well, I think that uh, the section 88 there, especially, you know, in that verse 81 where it says that we are responsible in teaching each other, and that means we can't just teach, you know, we've got to be able to learn ourselves. You know, Elder Woodstock, he, he pointed out that theology is not the only subject in which the elders should be interested in, you know, so he, he says we, we should be studying other things, you know, things both in heaven and in the earth, which that could be, you know, astronomy. It could be farming or cultivation of the soil. And um, we got to understand history. And the church right now has had a big push, you know, about us understanding history. They've been very transparent. They've been given, historians have been given a green light to come out and not just, and use different, you know, narratives, you know, like the volcano erupting during the time that, uh, the the smith family had to move from connecticut to new york you know um so you know we need to understand those things ourselves and then we can talk about them you know with others and you know going back to what the prophet said you know a few conferences ago that these last days you know unless we are in tune with the spirit we're not going to we're not going to do well um, and so tough it course. all comes to that yeah yeah. you just uh got it got to have that element of the spirit in our lives in our daily lives with our daily decisions
1: um yeah, i'm and, excited go ahead yeah and, and I, I couldn't agree more you know it it means we have to do something and i think the apathy right now in the church especially in the in the lds church you know that i think the apathy is from 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 the whole lockdown period has it, it's gotten worse it was already bad before that you know we go to elders quorum now and, 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 and we talked about this one day when we were off air a few weeks back, they like, in my elders quorum and some of the elders quorum I've gone to, what it is, is just a read of the last general conference and then talk about it, you know, and, and, and I, and I thought to myself, well, not everything that's said across the pulpit is doctrine. Why are we going to, you know, elaborate every one of these talks? And, and we don't have that dialogue before where we used to actually kind of, you know, sometimes it got almost I won't say heated because there was always that spirit of, of brotherhood there, but we got into differing opinions. And I, and I believe that that's, that's how the 12, you know, they don't just all just agree magically. You can sit down even now the current 12 we have and all the, well, the 15 we have, there's some, some real great discrepancy in, in almost some polarization in what they think or believe in with, with just the the general authorities we have now, yet they try to come to something that's, that's a united decision and that's the one they that they move forward with right and i think that part of the problem we have is how do we make that decision how do we get with the spirit and how can the spirit testify to us if we don't make an effort to try to understand other things as well you know the whole ces program the whole church education system is based off of this scripture for the most part um being that the idea, and I heard El Holland speak, I think it was maybe two graduations ago, talking about when he was defending that controversial speech that well, apparently controversial. When he's defending the fact that BYU will maintain its principles, whether it's you know whether they they actually pull any certification from BYU as a you know recognized university in the United States of America, he said. But it wouldn't matter. We will still continue to educate the saints and those who want to come yeah. and get truthful education. And I think that that's where we need to be today, Jeff. Why are so many people living in fear? Because they don't understand what's happening. And they don't understand the options. Now, that, that option, that hope is spiritual, right? That's going to come more of a spiritual understanding. I listen to certain sources, these podcasters. And I know they're good sources. They proved themselves during COVID when they were just getting blasted. It was all, you know, just misinformation, disinformation, whatever those words have been created to be, you know, this Marxist, this neo-Marxist slander that they want to throw at people who try to defend freedom and truth, you know, and they proved themselves. A lot of them got banned from YouTube. And in the end, everything they were showing come out to be the truth. And, and so, they stood. They stood. Stood by their 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 testimonies, and and I gained that respect. So it was good. So these sources that that, that are of the world too that I like to listen to, socio economic type stuff. You know that's important to understand because I got to make decisions every day. How to prepare for what's coming? If mm-hmm. I don't know where the economy is going, you know, I want to sell my place. Well, now's not the time to sell because if I rebuy, I'm going to be paying three times, four times more in mortgages than I am right now. Yeah. So it's like those kind of things you gotta make understanding to keep the the stress off of a relationship. So I think with that said, I mean my, my feelings on it, and I think this is why it's so important that we have to have that knowledge and 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 actually edify each other. I don't feel edified in Ellers Corm anymore. And I know I'm not the only one crying that. I know if there's others out there that are actually actively doing things about it, like we're trying to do now. So I guess I'm not crying about it. I guess that's my complaint. I'd like this. I shouldn't say my complaint. I like to see us get back to that brotherhood we had when we were younger. And you know, the funny thing is, we had that brotherhood when we were younger, and you and I somehow managed to get out there in left field, mm-hmm. and we don't have it anymore. And yet we're back. And we're like, hey, where's it at? And we missed that. You know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, elders' quorum. I think those those talks that we're going over. I think it really depends on the quorum, the body of the quorum, what people are willing to deviate from. You know what's necessary. You know to to discuss, and I think maintaining the spirit. Sometimes um, we forget about that, but keeping the spirit of dialogue and avoiding division. Um, you know if it becomes contentious, but I think people are so worried about offending anyone. Nobody wants to say anything, you know, um, because there's so much division right now, even, you know. In but the- is that right,
1: Jeff? I mean, we're not we're, we're not being truthful and honest.
0: Well, and I'm, no. I'm
1: not talking about cruelty or anything like that. We're just certain things that can be said just can be taken so wrong. And that's not how it's supposed to. You can't edify each other that way. That's not no, dialogue.
0: I agree. We want to go back to something where people are less offended, um, you know, because people are getting offended. They're not. They're not participating in dialogue. I think that's led to some people leaving the church, and other people that are, that are getting offended or leaving the church. You know, um, what we really need to have is a healthy, you know, uh, debate. And you know, I think that we got we got to get back to the basics. It really has to be led by the Spirit. You know, um, the quote that says that God doesn't require all of His servants to become doctors, professors, or even profound students. Um he just expects us to know a, a little bit of everything to to be able to magnify our callings and become ambassadors, you know, and represent ourselves as being, you know servants of Christ. I know that in my calling right now and in, in in my ministering calling and I just had that change a little bit. it's been interesting going out and seeing people and and uh, some people are active, some people aren't. and it's it's helped me to just, uh, you know, set some things aside right now and serve. Um, But I think that's just because I'm afraid, just like everybody else, to come out and speak out politically, you know, because there's so much division, and I don't want to push anybody away from the church. I want people to come back, and, and we need to be able to become unified and be able to have that conversation. We're not at that point right now.
1: And, you know, not going down this rabbit hole, but, but and, and, and I think what you just touched on, Jeff, is, is a feeling of like, like my current bishop, right? I think he's so afraid to say things and even say things like, hey, you need to be doing your food storage. You should really be preparing yourselves, you know, and, 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 get, and, and following up and reminding because people just don't want to hear it or they get bent out of shape over it. And even now food storage is considered hoarding, you know, even in the country I just left. Yeah, I had to hide my water, my extra gas, and the fact that I had food storage. And the fear was, Jeff, and the fear was not from my neighbors. The fear was the members of the church. We got locked down. We got shut down down there. The natives rise up and overthrow the country, right? And so they were shut down almost a month trying to break the water lines. And so people would have water, things of that nature. And food was not getting to the grocery stores. My family was down there. I was here. Both times it happened, I happened to be out of the country. My family was stuck in there, my wife and my children. And mm-hmm. you know, but 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 I tell you where I feared, I feared the members because they knew I had the food storage, knew I had the water, and I feared them telling somebody else. Right. Because my my experience in Costa Rica was when the the, the times that they, they broke into my home were in fact the guards that were actually paid to guard my home. We're right. the ones who would call the friends. Say, he's gone. He's leaving for two days. Shh, get over here. You know? Yeah. And, and unfortunately, because there's that lack of knowledge, a lack of understanding of how we edify, that then we just, and we, in a time of crisis, we just turn to people to tell us what to do. And then once we can't even meet that satisfaction, we revert back to our primal natures. And that's just yeah. taking it. Right? Caveman. Yeah. Caveman yeah, stuff. Exactly. And so, and so I don't know. I so I think that section 88 really is this call to to the Lord saying, hey, if you want to magnify your calling, then these are the areas of knowledge you need to have in these areas. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, the Lord considers them necessary, you know.
1: You've just finished listening to Creative Conviction. Jeff and I, we put a lot of work into this and our life's experience has been a lot of effort to try to get back to where we are now. We hope that you can learn something from us and share with us what your thoughts are down below. We'll see you in our next video.